0: Welcome to the evening episode of Honey in the Rock. We hope you've had a great day and we've got a great show ahead for you. Stick with us. This evening's episode is titled, Love Covereth All Sins. It shall be focused on a study of Proverbs chapter 9 and 10. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy Word, that love covers a multitude of sins. We pray, Father, to know that Your love has covered our sins and sunk them into deep and the sea of forgetfulness. We thank Thee for Thy gracious and bountiful love towards us, we pray, Father, help us to embrace the Word that has given us this freedom. and Father, to eat off it, for you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So have your way in us today. In the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Proverbs chapter 9
1: and 10. Chapter 9 Wisdom hath builded her house, she hath hewn out her seven pillars, She hath killed her beasts, she hath mingled her wine, she hath also furnished her table. She hath sent forth her maidens, she crieth upon the highest places of the city, Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. As for him that wanteth understanding, she saith to him, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine which I have mingled. Forsake the foolish, and live, and go in the way of understanding.' He that reproveth a scorner getteth to himself shame, and he that rebuketh a wicked man getteth himself a blot. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. For by me thy days shall be multiplied, and the years of thy life shall be increased. If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself. But if thou scornest, thou alone shalt bear it. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knoweth nothing. For she sitteth at the door of her house, on a seat in the high places of the city, to call passengers who go right on their ways. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. And as for him that wanteth understanding, she saith to him, Stolen waters are sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he knoweth not that the dead are there, and that her guests are in the depths of hell. Chapter 10. The Proverbs of Solomon A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivereth from death. The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish, But he casteth away the substance of the wicked. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. The wise in heart will receive commandments. But a prating fool shall fall. He that walketh uprightly walketh surely, but he that perverteth his ways shall be known. He that winketh with the eye causeth sorrow, but a prating fool shall fall. The mouth of a righteous man is a well of life, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. Hatred stirreth up stripes, but love covereth all sins. In the lips of him that hath understanding, wisdom is found but a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, the destruction of the poor is their poverty. The labor of the righteous tendeth to life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. He is in the way of life that keepeth instruction, but he that refuseth reproof erreth. He that hideth hatred with lying lips, and he that uttereth a slander, is a fool. In the multitude of words there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. The tongue of the just is as choice silver, the heart of the wicked is little worth. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for want of wisdom. The blessing of the Lord it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. It is as sport to a fool to do mischief." but a man of understanding hath wisdom. The fear of the wicked, it shall come upon him, but the desire of the righteous shall be granted. As the whirlwind passeth, so is the wicked no more, but the righteous is an everlasting foundation. As vinegar to the teeth and as smoke to the eyes, so is the sluggard to them that send him. The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inhabit the earth. The mouth of the just bringeth forth wisdom, but the froward tongue shall be cut out. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked speaketh frowardness.
0: Up next
1: we shall listen to a sermon
0: by Reverend William Branham titled God's Power to Transform. This was preached in 1965 on September the 11th. We'll begin a paragraph 208 up to the end. I trust you find it to be a blessing.
2: It seems that people's lost their common decency and modesty. They're not like they used to be. It used to be when the prophet said Thus saith the Lord The people trembled. They certainly didn't. The people moved for they were afraid. But now they lost all their scare. Of them. They don't fear God. Solomon said the, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. It's the beginning of it. But the prophet can speak, thus saith the Lord. People say, nonsense. See, there's not a hope for them. They say, well, we're smart. We're intellectual. We don't have to take that kind of stuff. We know what we're talking about. It's also an old proverb that fools will walk with hobnailed shoes where angels fear to trod. Certainly. Now, what is the transformation quickly? How do we get it? What does the transformation? God does it by the spirit of his word. He transforms. He plants his seed, throws his spirit on it, and it brings forth the product. His Holy Spirit transforms the seed, word, in to be vindicated of its kind. What kind of a seed you are, that shows just what's in you. You can't hide it. Whatever you are inside, it shows outside. You just can't keep from it. You can't make that tree anything but what it is. It's, it's going to be that way. The Holy Spirit transforms the seeds that's on the inside of it. No matter what kind of a seed it is, it'll transform it. If it's evil, it'll bring forth evil. If it's a hypocrite, it'll bring forth a hypocrite. If it's a genuine Word of God, it'll bring forth a genuine son or daughter of God, through a thinking man's filter. When the seed comes up, it comes through that. It produces a son and daughter of God. One day when the world lay in the darkness of chaos, God, now listen close, because we're not going to speak just a little bit longer, but one day when the world was again in all kinds of religions. Washing hands, pots wearing different robes and bonnets and so forth. It lay in the midst of another chaos. The genuine Israel of God had been so perverted from the laws and statutes of God. Jesus said, you with your traditions make the word of God of no effect to the people. By your traditions. Look at them holy priests they call them. And Jesus said, you are of your father the devil. In His works you do. That's exactly what He said. Now, when the world lay in that kind of a fix, God's Spirit moved again upon a seed that was predestinated. He translated and transformed Isaiah 9, 6 of its promise. God was made in human flesh to save that chaos time. When man was made in the image of God, here comes God by the prophet foreseeing it. Now remember, the word, the prophet foresaw it. Just the same prophet that seen Satan in this last day. This educational program and things he had. Religious program. The same prophet, Isaiah 9, 6 said, Unto us a child is born. To us a son is given. And his name shall be called Counselor, the Prince of Peace, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. And of his reign there will be no end. And that word's God's word. And the Spirit moved upon that word and it formed in the womb of a virgin. Amen. A son is born. Not created, born. Satan tried and tried again to spread it. He took him up and said, If you are what you say you are, then do some of this healing here for me. Show me how you can do it. Turn this bread and this the stones into bread. Let's see you take a dive because the Scripture says you'll do it. You see them religious devils today still saying that same thing? Amen. If there's such a thing as divine healing, here it brother so-and-so, let's see you healing. That same devil stood at Jesus' cross and said, If thou be the Son of God, come down off the cross. The Word said he was the Son of God. Amen. The Spirit proved he was the Son of God. Isaiah 9 and 6 was fulfilled. The other night, many of you in the broadcast heard how that we have 60 some odd scriptures almost of the, about proving that the scripture said that that was him. Oh, Satan tried and tried again. Do everything one night, laying on the back of a ship. You see him asleep, he said, I'll destroy him right now, but he couldn't. He tried to tempt him into doing the wrong thing, but he couldn't do it. Why? He had been sprayed with the repellent of predestination. (laughs) It can't be deceived. No, no. The Word said He'd be here. Amen. Amen. There ain't no devil going to bother Him. No other Son of God is predestinated to take His place. He's sprayed with a repellent. Satan's poison denominational doctors don't even touch Him at all. He moves right on. Nothing going to bother Him. It didn't have any effect upon Him. Well, I'll make you the bishop of all the earth. I have rule over it. If you'll just worship me, come on, join my group. I'll, I'll make you the ruler. I'll step down and let you up. He said, get behind me, Satan. It is written, I shall worship God the Word and Him only shall thou serve. Then one day on this great person, I'd like to stay there a while. But one day the Spirit moved upon him again. Causes some word had been wrote about him. Come from God to the prophet. And he was led to the slaughter. Like a lamb. And the Spirit moved up on him and led him and sent him to Calvary's cross. There he died. And everything that was spoke of him in his death was fulfilled to bring life and life to all the predestinated seed of God that was up on the earth. He brought the way to do it. Here is the seed. That the Spirit brings the life. Transforming sons and daughters of God From the world in this dark chaos Into be sons and daughters of God Don't stumble that word predestination I know you do But listen It's not my word It's one of God's words If you want to read it Read Ephesians 1.5 Which he has predestinated us To the adoptions of sons Through Jesus Christ Just let me break it just a minute uh, Just a minute to break this out of your mind Look just as you were in your father at the beginning, a germ seed. Do you know that, every one of you? You were in your great-great-great-grandfather also. Do you know that? Read the book of Hebrews. Or that we find that Levi paid tithes when he was in the loins of Abraham, four generations behind him, when Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek, it was accounted to his great-great-grandson down below him. And he was then in the loins of Abraham. There you are. See? You were in the loins of your father, but your father could not have any fellowship with you until you was transformed into a body of flesh. My son there was in me. I, I, I wanted a son, but he was in me then. See? He was in me then. But through wedlock, He was transformed into a man like me. And then he become like me. You become like your parents. See? Because it was in you to begin with. Now, if we are the sons of God, his attributes, which you are an attribute of your father, not your mother, your father, the germ lays in the father. And now, your mother was an incubator. That bear you. Bear the seed of your father. See? And the earth and flesh is also the incubator that bears the seed of God. See? Just exactly. Not the world, how great the world is how great the God that made it. See? Now, if you are a son and daughter of God, then you were in God at the beginning. You're his attribute. If you wasn't there then, then you never was or never will be, because I cannot bear from my loins the son of this man here, or that man there. I can only bear my own sons, and they bear my likeness. Hallelujah. That's it. Sons and daughters was in God at the beginning. Now look, you've got eternal life. You say We believe it. That we got eternal life. Well, there's only one form of eternal life, and that's God. That's the only thing it is. Eternal is God. Then, if you've got eternal life, that life that's in you always was. And you were in the loins of God before there even was a world. And when the Word itself, Jesus Himself, is called... The Word, and St. John 1 said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Then you were in the loins of Jesus, and went to Calvary with Him. You died with Him, and you are raised with Him. And today we're sitting in heavenly places in Him, filled with His Spirit, sons and daughters of God. Die with Him, raise with Him. Sure. Now, Then, uh, now you can fellowship with him. You couldn't back there because you were just a word in him, a seed. But now he's manifested you. And now he wants you to fellowship with him. Then he came down and was made flesh so he could perfectly fellowship with you. See the perfect fellowship? Oh, my, them deep mysteries of God. How wonderful! See, God cannot fellowship in the spirit, so God became man with us. Jesus Christ was God Himself. Manifestly, because His the Son, because He was begotten, but it's just a tabernacle from to live in. No man has seen God at any time, but the only begotten of the Father has declared Him. God built Himself a house, a body to live in. Come down so that you could touch Him. First Timothy three sixteen. Without controversy, great is the mystery of God, as for God was manifested in the flesh. Think of angels believed on and received up into heaven. See? Now, he you being flesh and him being flesh, then you can fellowship one, because he was God's attribute of love. God is love. Is that right? And Jesus was God's attribute of love. And when the attribute of love was displayed, which that was God Himself, all the attributes that hung on to him come to him. All the Father has given me will come to me. Short I had to be predestinated wasn't You won't be there that's all certainly now we can fellowship us to the the riches of his word and, and which you are part of you are part of the word because he was the word at the beginning you're the word now see I'm preaching tonight or uh, Sunday or one of the days when I get in about what the word is see and now you are part of the word listen there's one thing I can't do I can't brag on my ancestors you know i come through an awful mess. <laughs> my father was an Irishman. My mother was an Indian squaw, half Indian. Her mother was an Indian with a draw pension. Now, all of them drunks, most of them died with their shoes on fighting, gunfighters and so forth. I can't brag on nothing about that, because my ancestors and my family trees terrible. But, brother, there's one thing I can brag on.
3: All right,
2: I can brag on my Lord Jesus, Amen. who has redeemed me and with His transforming power planted a seed by predestination. And I saw it. Whose son am I now? I can brag on Him. And I've spent 33 years of my life bragging on Him. If He'd spare me another 33 years, I'll try to brag more on Him. I can brag on my ancestors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ye that redeemed me and planted the seed of life in here, let me look down upon this word, sent down his spirit and said, here it is, speak this, it'll happen, do that, and then, oh my, I can brag on him. How did he do it? Through the washing of the water by the word. The water is a separation. Wish you explain it. True predestinated believers will stay with the word because they are part of that word. Oh, wondering stars, how long will you wonder you, Methodist, Baptist, Presbyterian, outsiders, whatever you might be, wandering stars from church to church, from pillar to place, and television to television, world to world, why don't you come on? He longs to have fellowship with you. He's longing for you. He wants to transform you by the renewing of your mind, not to the church or to the denomination, but to His Word, which you are a part if that desire is in you. Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Uh And it's sent His transforming power to bring you out of this deformity of religion that you're in. In this deformity chaos that we're in, God has sent His transforming power, His Word, vindicated, proven. To bring you out of this religious deformity of ignorance that you're walking in, naked, blind, miserable, and don't know it. Think of it, friends. You know, God sent His transforming power to fulfill His Word and change the whole body of Sarah and Abraham. Transformed an old man and an old woman because He promised He'd do it. And what God promises to do, that He'll do. There's nothing, anything, any perverted thing. God can't do nothing with it. But He will keep His Word. And He'll send His Spirit. I, the Lord, have planted it. I'll water day and night. Lest some should pluck it from my hand. The Bible says that. Oh, wandering stars. You with the desire in your heart, you've got to have it or you wouldn't be sitting here this morning. And you wouldn't be in those churches and auditoriums and things you're in out across the land. If something didn't bring you in there, some person spoke to you. Don't go any further. There's a washing of the water by the word that'll make you white as snow. Oh, sons of God, listen. Don't stay in that deformity. Come out of it. Abraham, believe God and call anything contrary. You say, how would I make my living? How would I do this? That's God's business. How would my associates have turned me down? God said, he that will forsake his own father, mother, wife, husband, homes, houses, I'll give him homes and houses. I'll give him fathers and mothers and brothers and sisters in this world and eternal life in the world to come. It's a promise, friend. That's got to be watered. Every promise God makes comes to pass. Every seed of God is a promise. And sisters, stop bobbing that hair because it's an uncommon thing before God. Quit wearing those clothes that's an abomination to Him. You brothers, you men, stop catering to these denominations and doing the things and letting your wives do such things. It's unbecoming to Christians. Come back to the Word. Take that Word. It'll grow. It's got to grow. God's transforming power that brought it up in the first place. He's just on His road back, taking it back again now. He's going right back again to where it was. Enoch was translated from death by God's transforming power. What did God do that for? For a type of the rapture in church that's coming. Yeah. Elijah was the same. Jesus' body was quickened after it was dead. And in the grave, Jesus' body was quickened by the Word of God and transformed. From a dead, cold image to a resurrected, glorified Son of God, Amen. because the prophet Psalms sixteen ten—if you want to put it down, sixteen ten—said, "I will not leave his soul in hell; neither will I suffer my holy one to see corruption." Amen. Oh God, that word has to come to pass. It's God's word, planted in your heart. If you want to go in a rapture, if you want to be Christians, genuine place this Word, as a, I believe it was Ezekiel, God said, take that scroll and eat it up, yes. that the prophet and the Word would become the same. Every promise in there has to manifest itself, Amen. because it's God's original seed. Don't you let some educated theologian out here try to pump it out of you. Amen. Don't you let him spray with that carnal science and knowledge and education. Believe God! Yes, Abraham didn't take the scientific research of his days, say, I'm too old to have the baby. I've went too far. I've done this, that, or the other. But he called anything that was contrary to God's Word as though it wasn't. And he spared not the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong, giving praise to God. He knew that God was able to perform that what he had promised. Oh, wandering son, deformed by the creepers of this earth, wandering sisters that the places and fashions of this world has drawn you sister dear you might consider me an old crank but one of these days when you meet what florence karen met the other night she's set in this room too in this place as you know when you meet that you'll find out that not me but this word is right keep out of those barber shops those fashion shops Keep out of those things. Say, why don't you teach them great things how to be this? Just start with your ABCs and then we'll come to algebra. Amen. Amen. Just start learning which is your reasonable service. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. You just do your reasonable service. God will take care of the rest of it. Amen. Just the reason things that you can reason out yourself and do. Isn't it not... Isn't it unreasonable for a woman to strip herself down and go out here and act like that when the Bible condemns it? Isn't it unreasonable for a man to throw himself into such a dogma as we have today and all this stuff here and all this seminary stuff and stuff like that when it's absolutely contrary to the Word of God? Isaiah's lips, he was just an ordinary man, unclean lips. He said, Lord, I'm among unclean people and I got unclean lips. Woe is me because I've seen God." And an angel come down, got the far holy fire off of God's altar, and transformed his lips from the lips of a wandering man to the lips of a prophet, with thus saith the Lord. God's transforming power, a hundred and twenty fishermen and little old sellers of purple of women and those gathered themselves in an upper room and closed the doors. Some of them not enough education to sign their own names. God transformed them from fishers to fishers of man, from men and women of the streets to saints of God immortal, the transforming power of God. Paul, a local church member, Presbyterian, Methodist, Baptist, Pentecostal, or something, down the street he went with his great defying spirit in him that he knew more than any of them. He'd come up under Gamaliel, one of the best teachers there was in the land. What happened? On his road down to Damascus, get a bunch of people who was believing God's Word. On his road down there was stricken down. And he heard a message. And it transformed him from a church member and a church goer to a prophet of God who wrote the Word of God in the New Testament. From a church member to a saint. Oh, wandering star, let stop wandering sun, wandering seed that's going from place to place in this deformity, turn this morning. Children, please hear me as as a man that's trying to stand between the living and the dead out over the land where the broadcast is coming, if you're still hooked up. You have wandered into the place. Please sit just a minute longer. I know it's late. You're in Tucson or, pardon me, Phoenix. It's 20 minutes till 12. I've had these people here all morning. I've had you away from your work and things. But look, dear friend. You might be away from God forever. Please. Come back this morning, won't you? There's room at the fountain. In a manger long ago. I know it's really so. A babe was born to save men from their sin. John saw him on the shore, the Lamb forevermore, O Christ the Crucified of Calvary. Oh, I love that man from Galilee, from Galilee, for he's done so very much for me. He's forgiven all my sins, placed the Holy Ghost within. Oh, I love, I love that man from Galilee. A publican went to pray in the temple there one day. He cried, O Lord, be merciful to me. He is forgiven of every sin in a deep place within. He said, Come see this man from Galilee. Right, the lame was made to walk, the dumb was made to talk. That power was spoken with love upon the sea. The blind was made to see, I know it could only be. The mercy all of that man from Galilee. Type that with the ministry today. The woman at the well, he all her sins did tell. How far of husband she had at that time. She's forgiven of every sin in a deep, least place within. She cried, Come see this man from Galilee. Woman, you can do the same. He's read your heart this morning. Man, he's read your heart. Oh, publican. Let's pray. Oh, I love that man from Galilee. From Galilee. For he's done so very much for me. He's forgiven all my sins. Place the Holy Ghost within. Oh, I love, I love that man from Galilee. Won't you love him with me this morning? Oh, wayward, wandering sinner! Here or out where you may be, will you accept my Lord this morning? He is the Word, and the Word has been brought to you. Won't you accept Him this morning? Will you just raise your hands, or stand to your feet, or something? And pray that I want to accept Him right now, brother. I'm willing. I'm willing right now to accept Him. Will you stand to your feet? Anybody who want to be prayed and say, "I am a prayed for, rather that I am a sinner." I want God bless you, sir. Someone else. Everybody pray now, just a minute. Oh, in that manger long ago is in a chaos, you know, the world was. And I know it's really so. A little babe was born to save men from their sin. When John saw him on the shore, he was that lamb forevermore. Same one today. Oh, he's Christ, the crucified of Calvary. Won't you love him today with all your heart? so you can walk out of this worldly condition that you set in? You women, you men, oh, what did you sit here all this time for? It goes to show there's something down in you. There's something there hungering and thirsting. You wouldn't sit here these two or three hours sitting in this building like this. There's something. Won't you just heed to it today? Let the fashions and science and all the things of the world pass away from your mind right now, brother, dear, sister, dear. The churches are uniting. The great nations are breaking. Israel's awakening. The signs that the prophets foretold. The Gentile days numbered with horrors encumbered. Return, O dispersed, to your own. The day of redemption is near. Man's hearts are failing for fear. Be filled with the Spirit. Have your lamps trimmed and clear. Look up. Your redemption is near. False prophets are lying. God's truth, they're denying that Jesus the Christ is our God. Now that's true, you know that. Oh, this is the day that we're living. But he said, It shall be light about the evening time. A way to glory you will surely find. That's the day we're living in right now. The light will shine just at the evening, when the darkness is setting in twilight time, the evening star. Twilight and evening star, and after that the dark. May there be no sadness of farewell when I am at last in bark. All without is born of time and space, and the floods may bear me far. But I want to see my pilot face to face when I cross the bar. Tell me not in mournful numbers that life is just an empty dream. And the soul is dead that slumbers, and things are not what they seem. Yea, life is real, and life is earnest, and the grave is not its goal. For thus our to thus us was not spoken of the soul. Lives of great men all remind us, and we can make our lives sublime, and partings leave behind us footprints on the sands of time, footprints that perhaps another, while sailing over life's solemn main, a forlong and shipwrecked brother, in scene shall take heart again. Let us be up then and doing with a heart for any strife. Be not like dumb-drilling cattle. Be a hero in this. Dear God, they're yours. I've seen two men stand to their feet, Father. I pray, God, that you'll take them now. They want to be your sons. They have woke up from the ignorance of the life that they have lived, and now they want to be afreshed, anew. With the baptism of the holy spirit upon that seed that's been planted in their hearts this day eternal god the creator of all things who made your word and i believe that you knew these men would do this this morning i pray lord that you'll water that word day and night never let satan to pluck it from your hand may it be a tree that sometimes in the paradise of god when it's all brought back again for your word cannot fail it'll be again for this world And there will not be this kind of a civilization in the world to come. There will be no automobiles or nothing that science has ever done. There will be no such things in the world that is to come. But it will be God's own type of civilization that he'll set up in the glorious reign. For in this civilization there is sickness, death, sorrow, graves, want. But in that kingdom that is to come. There is no death, no sorrow, no sickness, no old age, Oh God, it'll all be new there in your civilization. God transform us today by your power, by the renewing of our minds, to turn from the meager elements of this world now unto the Word of God. And may we be renewed by the transforming power of God upon the seed that's in our heart that we believe, unto creatures called Sons and Daughters of God. This is my prayer to you, Father, for the people, in Jesus' name, amen. Now, to you that's out into the broadcast, wherever you are, I want you to receive Christ out there as your personal Savior, be filled with his Spirit. The words that has been said this morning, may they drop into your heart, and may there you receive Jesus, and you watch your life, and you see what you live afterwards, and take the thinking man's filter here you see yourself doing something that's contrary to this word, move from it right quick. See? Because there is a filter that keeps death away from you. That's God's word. His words are life, and they will keep you from death. Do you people here now, it's in the auditorium, I've had you here a long time, I thank you for your attendance. I pray that God will never let this sea die. I hope you don't think I stand here just to say these things to be different. I set a cause of love and knowing that while I'm mortal as I am now, it's the only time I'll ever be able to preach to people. And I love Jesus Christ. He's my Savior. And remember, I'd have been out there on the street if it hadn't been for him. I'd have been out there. All my parents all my people were sinners. But God, with His transforming power, I know it made a different creature out of me, and I can, I can recommend it to you to be good, and it'll keep in the hours of trouble. Even at death at the door, you have no fear. There's nothing can separate us from the love of God that's in Christ. May God bless each one of you and give you eternal life. How many here that doesn't have the seed of God, the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Would you just raise your hand? And say, "Remember me, Brother Brahman, I will receive that Holy Spirit." Now you take the word in your in your heart and believe. Now, uh, if you you can look at you go up, look at the mirror, and you see where you are. You can know. You say, "Well, I didn't raise my hand because I believe I have." Look at yourself in the mirror. Then you see what kind of a spirit is deceiving you. Deceived. Thinking there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. Is that true? Down at the cross where my Savior died. Down there for cleansing from sin.
3: Oh, there to my heart was a blood
2: Glory. Just close your eyes and I'm going to sing it to you. Let's just raise your hands and glory to
3: His precious name. Glory.
2: A Christian to shake one other's hand and say, "I am so wonderfully blessed. Jesus so sweetly
3: abides there at the cross where He took me in." Name. Glory to His name. Oh, there to my heart was the blood of God. Glory to His
2: name. The blood has a germ of life in it, you know. This is to the them who doesn't know Him. Oh come to this fountain so rich and sweet cast thy poor soul
3: at the same O plunge.
2: heads now as we sing it, glory
3: to his name, there to my heart was the blood of mine, glory to his name. You love
2: him? i'll sing in the spirit i'll worship in the spirit let's sing it real softly with our hands up you know the trouble of it we pentecostal people we've lost our joy we've lost our emotions as billy graham said another and preachers collars turned around going down south clapping their hands and beating their feet up and down on the ground stomping they had something they were happy about well i got something i'm happy about yeah we've lost our emotions now let's just raise your hands. Don't worry about the tears; they won't hurt nothing. See, and, you know he that goeth forth sowing in tears will doubtless return again, bringing precious sheaves.
3: Glory to
2: precious name. Glory.
3: Oh. God. Praise God. Glory
2: to the seed, Lord, in the heart.
0: To get towards the end of this episode, we we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Solomon was teaching us, that in the multitude of words they wanted not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. Forgive us, Father, today or in any other days when you've spoken in a way that did not please thee. May you give us discretion, like Solomon teaches in this book. May you give us discretion through thy word to know when to speak, when not to speak, what to say. And Father, the words that we speak be found to bring you honor and glory to Thy name. In the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback.
4: Living. think this faith it's a lie we can't help that they say this for they do not understand they wonder and reason say jesus was just a man True.